Great title if we're talking about the bodies of our leads in this film. <laughs> Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast where every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. Yeah. My name's Doug McCambridge. I'm one of your two hosts. And with me as always, thrusting, Doing sweating. Doing my pelvic thrusting. Just thrusting and sweating. Running in place. I don't know. Jump roping. I'm jump mm-hmm. roping. Getting on one of those mm-hmm. steppers. Wasn't that a thing? They didn't have any in this oh, movie. Oh, they didn't have I... them in this movie. But I took a whole class on that. You did? I took a gym class, a step aerobics gym class. Okay. I was going to say, my mom always had one like floating around the house during the, I was about to say during um, the aerobics craze, but that would have been (laughs) later than this movie. So yeah, it was a little, yeah, because they did, we did, I think they did like the eighties aerobics, what we see in this movie. And then they, they, they gave us that step block thing. And now it's like the, what is that? The Peloton is the new thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, they made it. (laughs) Larger and way more complicated. Yeah. Computer chips Very expensive. <laughs> you used to just get this like rectangular box that you could lift to different heights. And now they're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like tiny other tiny plastic boxes. Could yes. Stack on to put top under it. it. Uh-huh. And that's what you would do. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we are here to talk about we're we're in the middle of Jamie Lee Sember. That's right. Uh, if you if you were like, what do you mean you're in the middle of it? This is the first I'm hearing. Well, that's because you're not a patron. So you didn't right. hear us talk about the, I'm going to say, David Copperfield headlined uh, <laughs> film, Terror Train. Terror Train, right. And my thought was, you know what? Our last Jamie Lee movie is going to be a comedy. I, you know what? Both of these two were pretty damn funny. Yeah. yeah. What was this considered? I th- just a romance. Oh, it is romantic. Yeah. Sure, yeah. but it seems aggressive to have a two-hour-long romantic movie. Well, you said even but when you um, read the premise of this movie before mm-hmm. we even knew how long it was, you were like, I really don't know how they're going to make just this reporter no. and his story work. For a whole movie. Like, what else is the subplot? And they kind of give us, like you said... And the writer that... said, what about two stories? <laughs> yeah, what if and he's in writing the two went, articles? I don't know what's happening with the You haven't told story. me enough about the second story. <laughs> I didn't understand the first time why. He, I wouldn't understand... Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. It really was like they took... They were like, well, let's... Like, two ideas for two very different movies. And they said, well, let's just put these together. Because on their own, maybe there's not enough to carry a movie. And I would argue, together, there might not be enough to carry a movie. <laughs> but yeah, it is perfect. Ooh, from 1985. Mm. With Jamie Lee, John Travolta, we will get into some other folks that are in this movie. Mary Lou Henner, what is she doing? Mary Lou Henner with the, yeah, with her obsession with her boobs. Yeah, yeah it's basic. This movie is starring John Travolta, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Mary Lou Henner's boobs. And Lorraine Newman is in it from yep. Saturday Night mm-hmm. Live. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's one of my favorite parts of this movie. I am not a person who watches credits. I don't 
care about the oh. Marvel Universe, so I'm not sitting through the credits to watch whatever, Thor find a, another hammer, whatever happens at the end of those. Right. When the credits started, and it is the cast, even people that have not been working out this movie, working out when it's their kind first of fun. Yeah. character name comes up just for a couple beats without yeah. actually then crediting the actor. I was like, this is so much fun. I kind of wanted to keep going with every single with person. All, but in they the only movie. do about seven of them, right? They only do like the leads. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wanted the old guy who was on trial to be <laughs> dancing around. No, sorry. There's like, like you said, about seven people doing yeah. this. And, and I loved how John Travolta's, he was just standing, panting. He's just goofy. Sweating. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This, ah. Yeah, the open, the closing credits were a lot more fun than the opening credits. But, but, but I will say, I sure. will say, you had to know that a movie that starts in Jersey City was going to be a crazy movie. <laughs> Wait, is that what you're supposed to think? Well, well, no, he's in Jersey City. It's he's a movie a that starts in Jersey City and immediately is like, well, this isn't, we can't have our movie <laughs> take place here. Once the credits roll, we got to get out of this town. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. If we're starting off in Jersey City, where are we going from here? We're going to crazy town. We're going to New York and California. Morocco. <laughs> Jamie, we're going to Morocco. I cannot Morocco. state that. We're, we're dipping a toe enough. in Morocco. We're dipping a toe in Morocco. <laughs> Um, if Dustin Hoffman and what's his name oh, uh, were in movie. the background, I'm not. I don't remember if they were in Morocco in that movie or not, but I kind of <laughs> expected them to be sitting at a table oh, in the background. That movie, comparatively, that movie was more painful than this one. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice that the guy in Morocco? I can't. I'm sorry. Ten seconds of this movie. Yeah, takes it was place like the Morocco. smallest part. Yeah. The guy who gives him, who gets him for the phone. And then mm-hmm. who he tells, like, oh, my God, when this guy shows up, tell him I had to fly back to the States. Did you notice that this guy, first of all, just seemed like a white guy? Maybe they put some darker paint on his face. Also, <laughs> they put some sort of robe over top of a suit and tie, which made me think they just pulled him out of another scene from the movie and said, put this on, you're Morocco now. Now you work at Morocco. <laughs> Maybe they decided to add that Morocco scene just out of the blue. We have this belly dancer. How will we use her? <laughs> she came, she wanted to be part of that. So many, that, so many fitness people, so many people working out in that fitness club or health club. So there was a whole, what was it, the fair, the expo that they did at the end? So Where they all have numbers on, like this yeah. is some sort of like fitness marathon that they're all running. So maybe the belly dancer came to audition to do, oh, I heard you do dancing. And they said, well, not that kind of dancing, but we'll, we'll make a scene happen for you, belly dancer. Oh, I kind of figured she showed up because somebody got like a birthday belly dancer and she showed up on set and everything. And then they were like, we can use you for this movie if that's cool. <laughs> you can just get birthday belly dancers, right? That's what you do. That's what you do on okay. set all, all right. the time. Great. Uh, so let's start uh, this movie. And the thing that I found really fun, Jamie, is mm. uh, this is two in a row, um, just like First Blood. You could call this a Christmas movie because it starts oh, yeah. with Christmas. It starts with a little Christmas jingle belling. And uh, it's Christmas time at the, I think it's like the Jersey City Journal. It's like the <laughs> like a local Jersey City paper. And um, John Travolta is working in the newsroom. And right. he works in the obit department, as they call it, In <laughs> if, you're, if yeah. you're down diggity. He works in obituaries. Wait, you're saying that if you say the word obits, it's because you work in that industry? Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta, sorry, I got to clarify for everyone who didn't come up writing 
obituaries. That's yeah. what we call yeah. it in the biz. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is really just to be like, this is where this guy came from. Yeah. You know, he came from meager beginnings because it's never referenced again. Never. One, the credits come up and immediately he's been working at Rolling Stone for question mark number of mm-hmm. years. Doesn't mm-hmm. look any different. Mm-hmm. He's not like a fresh faced kid mm-hmm. right out of college or something like that. This could be the next week. We don't know, but we're no, done we with that No, we don't know how soon after, right. We just, we start in Jersey City with the paper, with the obituaries. We get a very bland credit roll. Like you said, the ending credits are super fun, but oh. the the opening credits are literally just white words on was it blue or orange background? Oh, I don't remember. Who knows? Again, you can't read anything. Yeah, the title of this most times you cannot read the credits of the actors and production people. With this, the word perfect is written as though it is a Rolling Stone title. Yes. But also it's purpley and it's against, like you said, an orange background. <laughs> like it's just like uncomfortably reverberating off of the screen. I don't like it. You didn't like it. But again, like all his boss had to do later on in this is be like, you know what? Do your damn job. I'll have you write no bits back in Jersey City again. You did not need this opening of this movie. No. But again, you need a little Jersey City flair. We got it. There you have it. What? We don't quite understand. If we want to try. You know what? It pops up from time to time through this movie. So I think. I think the best thing to do is to try and wrap our brains around what the B storyline is here. Yeah. That way we never really have to dig into it later. We can just be like, and then he went to court for that reason. So he's, who is this guy? Is he a politician that he's, or is he like a a mafia guy? Like he's some sort of shady shyster. (laughs) That's the best way I could put it. First of all, he is the killer from Twin Peaks. So okay. I assumed that he was on trial for the murder of one of those people <laughs> in Twin Peaks. But that's not the case. It, it appears that he made computers. Guys, if, you, if you're familiar with this movie, I know I'm destroying this and you're probably I'm This is the right story now. that John Travolta's character is working right. on at first at Rolling Stone. Now we get we find out that he apparently writes he's a... Like we said, he's been working for now. We don't know X amount of time at Rolling Stone, but he's done. He's chummy with the photographer, and I guess that's his boss, is the editor. Sure. Um, they're out to lunch. Carly Simon shows up. He's apparently <laughs> written an article about Carly Simon that she didn't like. She throws like tomato juice at him, uh, which yeah, is kind of a fun Did Carly scene. Simon get a Bloody Mary specifically <laughs> to throw it in his face? Because I thought it was just wine. And then when he was covered in red goo, I had to rewind again. I rewound this movie way more than I actually That's intended two to. Two hours probably took you three. I, yeah. It, it's That's pretty, why you had to watch it two parts. It took me three hours over several days. When that happened, I was kind of like, oh, if this movie is just celebrity cameos, like one after the other, slapping Travolta and throwing stuff in his yeah. face, I'd be totally into it. <laughs> so, no, yeah, but- so he's trying to write a story about this guy who made computers and mm-hmm. I think wanted to sell these computers to our quote unquote enemies. And then the Behind US the government- red curtain. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And then the oh, the Iron government. Curtain. Sorry, the Red yeah. Iron Curtain. However you want to call yeah, it, the Red Iron Curtain, <laughs> the Middle Eastern Red Iron Curtain, <laughs> and 
I don't know. The government got involved and didn't want him to do this. And, and it was found out that he was doing this behind the government's back. I don't know because it doesn't matter and is never fully explained. We never get a and full explanation. Is it really the movie we're here to see? No, no, but it is. It's the, it is the original story that that Travolta's character is, is writing. He's trying to get the interview. Yeah, it's like guy. his legitimate piece that he's going to write, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unlike some of his other fluff pieces that he writes for Rolling Stone, right? Which have to do with I don't. I don't know, because at one point, Jamie Lee refers to this, like, I checked out some of your articles. He's like, oh, which ones? And she mentions them, but it could I could not be bothered to write them down. Mm-mm, no, I didn't either. So anyway, so that's that's sort of the B storyline that's woven throughout. So every now and then he'll be like, oh, I got to fly here to maybe get this interview. Or I got to take a call from the AP about this. Or I have to go to court because they're subpoenaing my tapes. I got to take another one of these phone calls. Oh, oh, Jamie Lee, we were just about to have super hot sex. But the (laughs) AP's on the phone right now. I got to go. And I got to fly back to New York because he wants the interview. So I got to I'll see you. But I'll fly back. Pick me up at the airport, and we'll have our we'll finish our sexy time then. Yeah. Also, how many times in this movie do people go, "Where are the tapes?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Who cares? I don't care about these tapes." If it doesn't involve Jamie, what Lee about Curtis, the guy that's following him for a short amount of time? But <laughs> I thought this was going to turn into some weird spy thriller. It never does. We see like a guy put his sunglasses down once, and I'm like, "Oh no, he's being watched and spied upon." And then at one point, he's like. I think someone broke into my hotel room. But they well, didn't nothing get... is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no real evidence of that. Yeah, no. No, no. But so even though he's got this one project he's working on, he's got another project in mind um, that he's kind of pitched to his editor about health clubs. This health clubs of the 80s, how they've become sort of the, the new singles bars. Mm-hmm. And the best place to do research on these sort of things is to fly out to California. There's no health clubs in New York. Um, better to go to California. I'm sorry. And I don't go mean ahead. to keep pointing out like dumb things. That are, don't are we going matter. back to Morocco? Are we going no, back no, 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 no. We're not going to go back to Morocco. We are going to go to a real quick scene where we see a bunch of pictures of Mick Jagger. Oh. And. <laughs> And all we hear voiceovers of the photographer and I don't know, the editor or something. Mm -hmm. And at one point he goes, you really captured his true essence. And I'm like, this is just pictures of Mick Jagger acting like a goofball. It's like eight. Yeah. Yeah. There. And there's 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 the whole thing about for the article that he does end up writing about the sports, the sports connection, the the help, the the, um, Christy Brinkley on the cover. What? (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know, because we just hear, wouldn't it be great if Christy Brinkley was on the cover? And later we get a picture of her, and they're like, holy shit, I can't believe we got Christy Brinkley. Like, you're Rolling Stone. Can't you just get anyone to come in at any point and be on the cover? And what, well, I guess Christy Brinkley for the fitness, but then, like, I was wondering, so is is Mick Jagger going to be the cover for the, oh, I guess it is, for the, the... The co- who's on the cover for the one that he wants to write the article for? I don't know. I, hope I don't it's know. Mick Jagger. <laughs> They're like, can you sit in court and pretend to be this guy, Mick? <laughs> I captured your essence, and it really screamed, you know, sixty-year-old man on trial. <laughs> oh. oh my God! All right. So, All right, but then, yeah. okay, so then we get into it, right? And this, 
so he, he, whatever, he gets approval to do this article on sports clubs. It doesn't seem like it's that hard for him to get approval on articles because, again, Rolling Stone seems like a chaotic place to work at the time. I love <laughs> it when he goes back in with a baseball bat at the end, but we're not there yet. It's so chaotic. His boss doesn't even have time to hang pictures on his wall. They're all, like, leaning. They're all oh, sitting yeah. on a, his desk leaning against the wall. And later on, when he goes in with that baseball bat, I was like, he's breaking all those pictures that he didn't even get a chance to hang up yet. <laughs> he's not even hanging. <laughs> And oh. also this and it might sound we might kind of sound disjointed with this movie, but this movie is just random scenes. Yeah, like kind of after the fact sort of stitched together to make what is, I guess, closely resembles a narrative because <laughs> it really is just we're together. It's sexy time. And now we're fighting. Now let's get back together again. Maybe we'll have sex. Maybe we'll work out a little bit. Now we're going to fight again. <laughs> like it really, that's the entirety of this two hour long movie. <laughs> but we can talk about how he has to fly out to LA because the guy that he wants to interview is on trial. Right. But while he's there, like you said, he has another great idea to mm -hmm. do an article about these health clubs. So, and he finds a great one, right? Yeah. yeah. While I'm here, I'll. Oh man, I always said while I'm here, I'll scare up another article. And I should have said while I'm here, I want to scare up a gangbang. <laughs> it's a direct quote. That's a from one of our quote. characters. That poor woman is. Mentally unwell. Like she I, says she, it too. She, at a certain point, she says, "My friend thinks I'm mentally unstable." She really Aww. needs help. I like how when she talks about. All right, we, let's get there. We're ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep us on track, but you're right. This movie is one of those. Well, all right. So when we first, so you're right. He goes there because he's got to do the interview. That's why he gets kind of the pass to California. But while he's there, he's going to do the research on these um, on these health clubs. He finds one called the Sports Connection. Yep. And our grand tour of this place. First of all, this place is jumping. There are so many people here. And there was a bit of nostalgia because, there. I mean, now things are so different. Like, I, I, don't, I think we were talking for the patrons. And now, I mean, you could, people I know still go to the gym, but it's not the same kind of fitness club the way it was. And there's a lot of at-home workouts. The Peloton is a big workout. And people can do, I guess the instructors are online and spin classes. There's a whole different... Yeah. But to the, in the same vein, right? This is this is very community. Like this is a yes. you know, he talks about a singles bar, but it's really like these are my friends, these are my coworkers, this is where I go for a sense of community. Yes. Well again, the whole setup is as we get the tour from oh, this guy. This, this array of non actors, especially that lady that we see first who like owns the place or whatever. Oh, yes. And she's yes. just like when this she... is a place where people go to <laughs> work out. Let me pass you off to another non-actor who will now take over for me. <laughs> it's a series. And then finally I was like, oh, finally we're meeting Mary Lou Henner and maybe there's some energy, like someone interesting yeah. to play off of Travolta because it's just It seems like they're real. Yeah, it's like attractive, fit, dead-eyed people trying mm -hmm. to deliver lines. Mm -hmm. It seems like they really got them from the fitness club. Um, what a place, though. I mean, uh, there's a there's a juice bar. There's a there's a weight room. There's a racquetball room. There's a there is a juice bar where they do sell beer, which kind oh, yeah. of seems to defeat the purpose. And the guy is very specific. 
You can get beer, but no wine. We don't. No, we uh, don't no, do we wine. Don't. Well, beer after the workout. There's there is some kind of study about beer being good for you after. But so maybe they were hip to that study. I don't know. Yeah, um, I read that study. I was like, if I'm on a Peloton while drinking a beer, is that beneficial? <laughs> The study didn't say no, so I'm like, all right. I like this. I like this. He part of the tour then leads to, and we see we meet some of the characters like Mary Lou and uh, um, Lorraine plays the. What's their character? I have it written down here. What are their? Because they're like the. They're like the redhead twins. Like I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean? He Who calls them they? the Laverne and Shirley of the of the. Sure. In his why article. Not? Yeah. Um, why but not I forget their that? their real names. Anyway, and then he gets introduced to the aerobics class, which is an intense class of a even million before people. We, of, there's at least, <laughs> and it's all levels, right? Not levels of activity, but like the room is leveled. Jamie right? Lee is. At one point, she's performing on what appears to be like a stage, like you go up steps onto a stage, and then there are other steps going up to another level of other people working out. So she's like slightly lower than some people, but way higher than other people performing. And at one point, she's got a microphone for one of the classes. This class, like a handheld microphone. But this is a lot of um, squeeze and release, squeeze and release. Um... (laughs) (laughs) this really does seem like they filmed so much b-roll of working out and somebody went well we can't use all of this and the director (laughs) went that sounds like a challenge to me oh yes we can he said you just watch and there are so many times where we're watching people work out and they're just playing like you know terrible 80s music over it but mm-hmm. they're moving their mouth there is so much dialogue that's lost in this movie that i know these actors were supposed to say but they're like oh who cares it's just music it's part time of the workout right right uh, anyway oh. after all of after the tour after the squeeze release aerobics class he decides he wants to get his sink his teeth into and interview the Jamie Lee Curtis Right. Um, character and she's just she's not down for that it's nice yeah, to meet it's you a, but... it's a very like I'm super into Jamie Lee Curtis and while mm-hmm. I can talk to anyone around mm-hmm. here and I there's think... plenty of people <laughs> I mean she is kind of the only female instructor that he talks to he does talk yeah. to some of the male instructors um, but she's really the only female instructor that we meet in this movie right like everybody else is kind of patrons of the club yeah yeah she does say there's other instructors to interview but we don't ever meet them (laughs) yeah she says that when he shows up later in the movie and is like is jamie lee curtis here the one guy at the desk is like nobody's here nobody's here (laughs) they're all at the expo are you just by the door to tell everybody (laughs) to go away yeah (laughs) (laughs) nobody's here but the doors aren't locked whatever So I'm just here to let you know that this isn't the place to be. (laughs) We could have, you could have received this information some other way. And maybe this movie didn't have to be two hours long, but guess what? Nobody's here. (laughs) Now let's show you traveling to Beverly Hills. (laughs) Oh, also I, I find it funny because when he's talking to this big, you know, beefcake guy about all this, he goes, can I, um, can I get like all the personal information about clients here who may be hooked up? And the guy goes, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. And Travolta goes, really? Can you see? And he goes, oh, okay. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, because he and, explains what he's doing in his article and how yeah. people, you know, he's into not just that, that this is a thing, but that couples actually meet. So he asked mm-hmm. for the couples. Yeah. And Travolta's like, 
Yeah, but for me, I think you can do it. I think Geraldo says, yeah, but I'm short on time and I'm going to need you to bend the rules. And he's right. like, all yeah. right. And he's like, no, well, all right. Here's all of our Here records and files. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, can we also very quickly, when this guy's rattling off all the stuff they do, I was kind of upset because we never see something called swimnastics. <laughs> I know I want to see that instructor. Or why wouldn't why wouldn't we see maybe it was one and Jamie Lee maybe it just didn't make the cut. Because isn't she an Olympic swimmer? Well, listen, after we only see her swim one time in this movie and she I don't swims think when that's she's even angry. Her. She swims yes. when she's angry, that's what her mom says. Right, yeah, um, exactly. She's she retired, you know. She's she hasn't gotten in a pool for a, scandal. a very long time. There's a scandal behind that. We'll explain it if you haven't seen it, don't worry. Um <laughs> After this, uh, unless there was anything else you had to say about our first uh, introduction to the, the... I could the, talk about this whole movie for four hours, I think, but let's move on. Well, then we get... So we go from the fitness club to a strip club. And I'm not sure how we made this transition. I was so confused by this. I literally wrote in my notes, and now he's at a nightclub, and there's a stripper, and he's writing the stripper a note asking... Because he's just now begged J.D. Lee <laughs> Curtis for an interview, who's like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> he's just asking the stripper. He writes down a little note that I assume he's going to put in her little G-string, but we never see that. It, it <laughs> really just seems like, well, I guess that article about health clubs is dead. Now I'm going to do an article about strip clubs. <laughs> it's, like, and you say, how do we make this transition? You're right. There's no That scene ends and we're in a strip club and he's just sitting there jotting notes down. <laughs> There's a black woman stripping, and there's a black man sweating watching her. <laughs> yes. And then there's a woman sitting at the bar topless, and then there's Travolta <laughs> writing notes to the strip, a stripper, I guess, saying, can I interview you? And I'm like, what? So is he just, is he practicing how to ask people if he can interview them? What is happening in this scene? <laughs> it's like... I did a, such a terrible job with Jamie Lee Curtis. I gotta work on this. I'll start with strippers and I'll work my way back up to aerobics and And it's not till several scenes later when we see her again at her condo or something where I'm like, oh, she's from the uh, other article. One hundred percent. This scene feels like it was slipped into the movie accidentally at this point <laughs> because I don't know who it is. I don't know why he's at the strip it's club, and I don't know why he wants to interview no. her at all until, like you said, 15, 20 minutes later. And she's, a, yeah. So we slip right out of there, right yeah. back to him asking Jamie Lee Curtis for another interview. And yes. she's really uh, like. Again, this seems like just a thing where they're like, well, we can't have these two scenes with he and Jamie Lee back to back. We need to put something in here. Right, which she, you could have, because basically now he's harassing her in the parking lot, and this is another yeah. random thing. He needs her to jump his car. She, Her car won't start, and so she needs him to jump it. Right. And so, I feel like he probably broke into her car and turned the lights on the whole time, because that was the only way he was going to get an interview. To get extended time with her. Uh, so he's, again, now he's hounding her not just for the interview, but maybe they could have lunch. Yeah, because it's really like, no, 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 let's forget about the interview. Can we just have dinner? And she's like, no, you creep. Can yeah, yeah. Lunch? So he's oh, like, okay. lunch, lunch sounds a little safer. Yeah, again, she's like, that sounds safe. It sounds daylighty and it sounds outdoors. Let's well, do she, that. She really wants nothing to do. She wants nothing to do with him no. for purposes of his article. No, um, and we find out why later. It's not just because he's John Travolta. 
No, because she falls from them pretty quickly. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. You know, the reaction um, or the reason that Carly. Well, actually, it is the same reason Carly Simon hates him. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Throughout the movie, his boss and him, like you said, there's a lot of phone calls happening in this mm-hmm. movie, and his boss, the editor, calls him, or he vice versa. This is just a simple call. This is, I think, when his boss is maybe still at the office or maybe at home with his oh, no, wife. No. Is at home. There's a, there's a lot happening. We get so many little hints into his boss's personal life. life. The night just, ice cream night. Just, just because when he's on the phone. In this one, he's eating shrimp and drinking champagne. Oh. <laughs> and his hot That's wife. It like walks out of the bathroom at the end, looks at the camera as though she's about to deliver a line, and this scene cuts. <laughs> it really does seem like because she comes out of the bathroom like she had just showered. Yeah, and she—it's almost like she's about to say, "Was that Adam?" And blah blah blah. Nope. End of the scene. That's he's all. just jamming shrimp in his mouth. Well, he, while he's eating the shrimp, he's he's calling to let him Adam yes. know um, that uh, he needs to be careful. Someone's out. And again, we don't know if he's being careful because a fitness guy is after him, <laughs> or like we. <laughs> yes. But we guess it's related to the interview that he's trying to or interview that he did with this other with this guy, which he hasn't yeah. done yet. He didn't do the interview yet. When he gets punched late in this movie which is the closest thing to an action scene in this movie yeah for a second i was like oh my god and then i went oh that guy punched him okay (laughs) like this is not like this storyline has nothing to do with that storyline and barely has anything to do with the beast no but it's just coming in it's just coming in hot he does get to have lunch with her they i didn't know they were because he straight up asked her how old she is and she says she's in her 20s they both don't I looked it up. I looked it up, Jamie. Now, first of all, the thing I would say is I think the further you go back, the older people looked. Um, Because I was quite surprised how very on the nose her description was. Hmm. Because she uh, was 27. Oh, okay. And he was 31. Okay. Okay. Mary Lou Henner is the oldest one in this. She's 34. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow, I mean, good, I didn't, good I didn't look research up the boss on or anything this. like that. I just looked up the three of them because they're talking about their ages, and later Mary Lou Henner's having a birthday, and I was like, "How old is she?" How old are you, Jordan? Here, good research though. Good research. But yeah, they, sure. they have a nice connection, and he he kind of mm. wins her over by talking about because she says, "Oh, you're not going to write an article right. about the gym being a you know um, a little singles club," and he relates it to Emerson. Uh, sure. Why yeah. not? He yeah, little... yeah, because he's really talking about like, well, you know, every hundred years, uh, people change their lifestyle and do 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 and and Emerson and blah blah blah, and then uh, she's like, all right, maybe you're not such a creep, and the scene ends with him going, "You're so hot," and yeah. the scene ends. I was like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Travolta just. <laughs> Just yeah. zero to he's 60 staying all no classy time. and intelligent and she's like oh he's winning me over with his with his brains and his deep thinking and then he just ends it with by the way you're hot and she's all giddy for him the scene ends because i wanted the scene to continue and him to look at his watch and go oh shit i have an interview with a stripper i gotta go because <laughs> that's where we go right after this well now at least we so this is when we see that stripper from the club again uh, she's Shotzi? in her is that her name, Shotzi? Shotzi. Yeah. Okay. And this is Shotzi's final film. I looked up Shotzi, Aww. and she was in she was in like a bunch of stuff in the seventies, and this is her last film credit. 
Aw, well, she was she was uh, she was schultzy in it. Yeah, she, was, <laughs> she sure was. She uh, she has this lovely little condo. It looks like on the beach, and um, mm-hmm. she, the, he wants to interview her because he feels like she will have something nice to say about Joe McKenzie. Is that the guy's name that he's? Oh, good. The, yeah, I'm yeah. glad you wrote. I mean, they say McKenzie a hundred times yeah. in this movie, but yeah. at no point did I bother writing it down. Nobody's got anything good to say, but maybe his stripper friend will. And she is. She's like, yeah, I like Joe. He paid for this. Yes. That's don't tell anybody, she tells the reporter. But <clears throat> he paid for this place, yada yada. Her uh, Shotzi's boyfriend comes home, or husband comes yeah. home, and basically tells uh, Travolta, you know, don't, you know, she, she can't be interviewed. Don't don't mention her in your article. Yeah, and, and she's we're really with funny because she's like, nobody's gonna say anything nice about <laughs> him. He's paying for a place, dude. Like, come on. Let's just, let's he deserves some, some good, good yeah. press. Yeah. Also, you're not gonna use my name or photo in this article, right? Yeah. <laughs> then we're back to our workout class. Yeah. Now we're back to another um, another class where we get to meet. I guess these are um, what did you call him? Lion-haired man. Oh my god. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, he's like a lion in mid-human transition, or like a a werewolf, but a there's were a, lion, yeah. I guess. There's a there's a couple of again, all of these aerobics classes are full. It is funny when they do have the thrusting scene, and mm-hmm. there's so much going on, the back and forth between uh, Jamie Lee and Travolta that I started to focus on the ladies all around Travolta <laughs> and how seriously they were taking their thrusting. Yes. Um, anyway, everybody, because um, it really is such a fun like these extras are you know they they had to be able to work out because even yeah. when we're showing jamie lee you see the you mirror see the and you see this yeah. sea totally. of people in front of her yeah. that are all working out they're all part of it um and i bet at the time i bet they loved it right they get to be oh, extras sure. in this but this is where we meet who we find yeah. out later is her roommate. I thought it was her boyfriend at first because she gives him like a cheek kiss, but it turns out she's like kissing cheeks with everybody at the, I, every I don't at know because I was almost convinced that Mary Lou Henner's boyfriend was gay. So oh, I yes. was the really stripper, unju- the male I was stripper. like, oh, Mary Lou Henner's really hitting on this gay guy. She's not getting anywhere with this guy. Oh, turns no, out they're engaged. I'm really wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. He doesn't take her class yet, but we get to see more of her class. After the class, when he says, I thought I'd stop by and see if you might need anyone to charge your battery. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and she's like, great, you want to go back to your hotel room, basically? Because yeah. then we're suddenly in his hotel room, and there is mid-80s computer talk, which is so <laughs> funny when he's like, you know how to use a computer? And she's like, I'm pretty good. And she types a few letters. He's like, you're really good at this. Well, and they talk to each other oh, on the yes. computer. She they doesn't type just to type letters. Other. She types, wanna fuck on his computer. <laughs> As he's sitting next to her. It's really great. <laughs> like the use of technology where I can only imagine people in the 80s are like, what are they typing on? What is this technology? Yeah. Yeah, and it's sort of like a laptop computer. It's not like a yeah. It's fancy because yeah, Rolling it's not Stone, like a uh, you know Whoopi Goldberg jumping jack flash. <laughs> no, computer. no, no. But yeah, he types. They they start to kind of, and I love it as they're getting like into it. Um, he's asking her about the class, and she's saying, "Well, first you do the warm up." 
and you gotta stretch. And and he's like taking off her clothes. Yeah, like, their foreplay with her just <laughs> describing a class she teaches. Then you do aerobic activity where you get the heart rate up. Oh, it's oh my god, super it's awesome. So but then the phone rings. I really love them. The phone rings and he's got to answer it, and they don't even get to. He doesn't even get to like. Right. I don't think second base, and um, it's the AP, and they he's got the interview, and he's got to go, right? No, is it the AP? No, it's McKenzie. It's McKenzie calling yeah, with the interview. Bo- or wait, yeah, it's the people saying that McKenzie will do this interview. Yeah, or, but or he's got to go back to New York City. He's at his hotel room in California about to make love to this aerobics instructor, and now... <clears throat> Jet Set and Travolta's got to go back. Or Adam. It really I do is like, like a the scene character where I was name. like, oh man, you're giving up on possible, not even possible sex. You're giving you're up about on to sex have it. Yeah. with Jamie Lee to catch your red eye. There's got to be flights all the time going out of LA. No, to but New he York. doesn't want to lose the interview. This is and a like big every thing. 10 minutes there have to be planes leaving. But, but also, it's kind of nice because he's like, listen, it's my job. And she. Is smiling and totally yeah. gets it, and he's she's even not like, mad about I it. I will be no. right back, like yeah. as soon as I. He's can like, come I'm coming, and I she's will. like, and I'll be at the airport, and she is. Yep. Um, he gets into a rainy New York City and um, is running late. He steals the the camera from Frankie, oh. who is the photographer. <laughs> can we quickly go ahead talk about his boss because this is another scene of his boss with him on the phone. Um, where his boss alludes to the fact that I guess Michael Douglas is a huge alcoholic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, what does he Michael call Douglas it? is in town and I am fucking hammered. I no, was yeah. so trashed last night. <laughs> He's like, I got the worst. I got one of those, you know, Michael Douglas hangovers that oh, yeah, we talk yeah. about all the time. The booze flu. He calls it the booze flu. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and again, just a little, just a just a tiny glimpse into his boss's life. Yeah, again. just a little he's bit to know that he's time. a crazy guy, right? Right. But yeah, he gets he gets to go in the he gets the interview with Mackenzie um, by driving around a rainy day around Central Park. Um, and like you said, he steals the camera from his yes um, coworker, right? Because she wants screaming. to be in on it. Well, she wants yeah. to come and do the interview with him, and he's like, no, 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 this is you know, I promised it's just me. Anyway, he gets hops a flight back to L.A., and they continue their aerobic instruction, verbal aerobic instruction, right. so they consummate the relationship. Now he's decided to take an aerobics class, and hold on, I have to pee, because when you talk about this amount of thrusting, okay. the bladder is just already well, this, ready to release. Okay, and this is just for our on, listeners. Right oh, no, no, go ahead, go. I'm just, uh, this is just for our listeners. Um, Jamie is leaving at... 49 minutes and 15 seconds, and I will sit here as long as I can and continue to talk. Normally, we cut out all this stuff for regular listeners, and we just leave it in for patrons. So um, this time we're going to do something a little bit different, because as I mentioned before, just for the patrons, this is a very long part of this movie where it is a like aerobics montage, I think, is how it would be best described because he takes the aerobics class. So we cut back and forth between him thrusting uh, back to Jamie Lee thrusting and so on and so forth. And sometimes they're lying on the ground, thrusting upward. He's got his legs in all sorts of weird positions. He's also wearing like shorts that are pretty baggy, but 
because of the thrusting, you can totally just see his dick flopping around in these shorts, which is super crazy. They're getting sweatier as this goes. And I'm so sorry about that. But yeah, sorry, not sorry. No, 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 that's okay. You're back. And I know that normally when one of us leaves, we, um, you know, sometimes you sing a song. Oh, right. Or, you know, whatever. And I cut stuff. Um, for the regular listeners, I thought it would be fun though. As I yeah. said, this scene is very long, yeah. so I took note of when you went to the bathroom. Oh, um, and so you could. You are back now, and <laughs> if we were, if we started this scene <laughs> when you went to the bathroom, we would still have over two and a half minutes left. Of thrusting and gyrating and sweating. And so much sweating. Yes. And I already let everybody know that you can totally kind of see Travolta's dick flopping around (laughs) in these shorts that he's wearing. And you can see her nipples. Like, yeah. Yeah. Listen, we are going to tell the accurate story of this health club is what I assume the director decided. Yeah. No, there is. This is his first class of hers that or yeah, that he takes. And we get to basically witness what feels like the whole class. You say four minutes, but it feels like it's, the whole class. It's the whole class. It's the whole class. Yeah. Like, like you said, and I, like they're on the floor sometimes. They they're start standing, standing and there's, they're making a- gross eye contact the whole time. <laughs> this she stares at him throughout all of her classes, whether yeah. she's angry, mm-hmm. whether she's trying to seduce him. I guess in this scene. No, well, they've I, just I, had sex. It's almost as if they are. Oh yeah. Yeah, they just had their sex, and now they're having their class. And this class is just all about. I'm gonna say opening up the pelvic floor because that is <laughs> they're just they're thrusting. Oh, you're right. Because we do see other classes later where there's a lot of running, yeah, and maybe jumping, and you're and moving your lunging, arms. This right. is just like. Hip thrusting and squats with your knees well, open they do. as wide as I possible. I sent you, yes, I sent you some pictures because when I first saw that, you sent me pictures first and I was completely grossed out. The, just if you just Google and watch the, the coming attractions of this movie, you'll see all this thrusting. And I'm a little blushy. I'm a little grossed. I'm a little bit of everything watching this. When they take it to the floor and they're laying on the floor and still thrusting their pelvises in the air... It's just a lot. It's just a lot. It, it really, it really is. Like, it's something that in any normal movie you could have done with a 30-second montage. If you wanted to push this to a minute, Jamie, if, if people started this scene before we went to the bathroom, it's still not over. The scene <laughs> is still going on right now. I should actually have a TV with me and I should have hit play when you went to the bathroom, but it would still be going on folks. Uh But yeah, in, in any normal movie, 30 seconds, maybe a minute would be more than enough to establish whatever we're trying to establish. Yeah. Yeah. That they, that they are into each other. I don't know. Um, yeah, but they are because in our next scene, do you, do you need to talk about this thrusting scene anymore? We talked about this scene for almost as long as the scene goes. We still have five seconds of the scene. I I still I can't believe four and a half minutes. I can't believe this. <laughs> all and, right, but let's move on. Yeah, people, you could Google it and you could watch all four and a half minutes. I would I would recommend it. Jamie was grossed out. I would recommend it just to just to understand that this is a thing that was actually yeah, created. Yeah. No, I would recommend it and oh, see okay, how it makes right. you feel. Yeah. 
Um, now we get to see her home, which is like you said, more like an adobe. Um, yep. Oh, somewhere, yes. <laughs> right? Oh God, her home, her home life, where she lives with that lion man. Yeah, who I guess just has like a revolving door of women coming in and out of this house. I do like their interview. So he does, since she still hasn't agreed to the interview yet. He's got to interview some other people, right? Yes, for his fitness article. So they go back to her house, which she shares. Remember, since I forgot that, since everyone's kind of in their twenties, no, they're all roommates. Like even the. The two girls are, are roommates. Um, possibly, possibly her mother's a roommate with yeah, her. her. I, mo- well, I don't yeah, know what the deal is with when this. She, when she gets to the house, her the lion-haired roommate says, your mom's here. And she says, is she drunk? Um, <laughs> and what is this treat that the mom is giving out? Oh, I was hoping you would be able to help me out here. Because they say divinity 45 times in a row <laughs> in this scene. Oh, my mom's here. She makes the best divinity. Mom, did you make divinity? Here's the divinity. I have divinity. Travolta, would you like some divinity? <laughs> Isn't that the best divinity ever? Kids, I'm going to leave the room, but I'm going to leave the divinity. <laughs> if you want some divinity, it's right here on this plate of divinity. <laughs> it's like, what? Are these brownies? What is she talking and about? And I like that. I do like that we get to meet her divinity-making mother. Like she doesn't just say, like she's not a character in this movie. But no. we meet her and spend time with her. We do, we do, and we get to know, like, because she even references her when she talks about her scandal. She's like, "Yeah, it was my mom," because it was her mom that that gave her away, right? Yeah. In the Why scandal, do I, you might be able to help me. Why in oh. my notes for some reason I just wrote, "Damn you, Jimmy Carter." <laughs> Why would I have written that? Um, um, because uh, you don't need to answer this question. Oh, damn you, Jimmy Carter! Because she, t- when she explains what happened, which doesn't take her much, the mom says something to the effect of like, "Oh, he's a journalist." Oh, well, you've had a tough time with journalists, and he's like, "What do you mean? What tough time did you have? What? What is?" And she's like, "Just ignore my mom." First, she's like, and then finally, she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then she's like, okay, I'll tell you everything in a brief synopsis. And it's Jimmy Carter is the some reason about the Olympics that Jimmy oh, Carter yeah, had to yeah, do. Right. Yes, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> okay, yes, all right. Yeah, so we get, we finally get a backstory on oh. one of the characters yes. in our movie. I mean, maybe that's why they made it very clear that he worked for the obituary. So so we'd be like, well, I guess we know what his story is. But we finally understand why she doesn't want to be interviewed. And it's because she was such a great swimmer. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Jimmy Carter didn't want to go to the Olympics. So she and her swim teacher (laughs) fucked each other? That's at the timeline. I don't know how one connects to the other. But yeah, she was interviewed because she was such a great swimmer. But all the interviewer did, or the reporter did, was basically report on the uh, terrible relationship, or I mean, the um, illicit relationship with her coach uh, that this high school student had with her coach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it ruined her life. It ruined his life. Yeah. The coach. Yeah. And so that's why she does not trust reporters. Right. Also, there's some divinity over there. <laughs> Uh, we talked about just going places in this movie for no reason. Jamie, how about we go skiing? How Let's go happen? skiing. Let's go skiing. Well, the lion-haired man, I guess living the life of a fitness instructor, you you're kind of get your own hours, right? You're like contract. You make your own hours up. And you yeah. live in a roommate situation, and you live in California, so, you know, you can get to Mammoth Mountain, and um, 
it's still snowing. There aren't a whole lot of times that they do this in this movie, but the movie teases out that all this movie is going to be like is them saying like, "Can you believe these Californians? Can you believe with all the sprouts and the working out?" And yeah. Everything? In this scene, Travolta's like, "What? Hey, wh- wait a minute, you have we can go skiing? It's in the middle of the summertime. What are we doing here?" And she's like, "You're in California. Anything's possible." Yeah, it's dude. the land of magic. Let's go. <laughs> First, she doesn't want to, but then yeah, she after she confesses, she says, "Let's go skiing." And you know what? I'll go ahead and give you that interview. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And by mm-hmm. skiing, she means let's lay around. Yeah. Um, they, there's, we watch. never see them ski, which is funny because doesn't skiing involve a certain amount of thrusting? Yeah, but they're exhausted, Jamie. That class, we saw four and a half minutes of it, which I assume the class was five and a half hours long. She mentions that he's going to be sore and he's not right. when she's visiting the house. But now when they get to Mammoth and they go skiing, um, he, he's laying in bed claiming he has polio. He's she's in such bad shape. He can't I have polio. <laughs> He can't move. He's so very sore. So like you said, they really spend their day in Mammoth just lounging around. He's laying on her tush. There's some man (laughs) spying on them, but that comes to nothing. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, And it's such a shame that this movie is so just like unbelievably stupid because I do think that they kind of have nice chemistry. They do have a nice chemistry. Like you saying that he's laying on her tush is kind of what's happening, but she's making jokes and he's laughing and like, falling on her butt so many yeah. times in yeah. the scene but it seems so genuine and these two are i mean you understand why they're good actors so. and well and and the characters themselves are connecting yeah. she's talking about her obsession with wanting to be perfect she was gonna be an olympic swimmer she doesn't want to be a fitness instructor forever but she she's right. only going to do it until she's really good at it and then she'll move on to the next thing to be mm-hmm. really good at she likes being good at things oh the, when he interviews so like i said he. Doesn't quite interview her yet, but he interviews no. the roommate, the lion-haired roommate, where we get a little insight into, like you said, I think he's having a threesome or moresome with yeah. whomever he just takes home. <clears throat> now, I was going to say, this is shot in such a weird way, because we get a close-up of this lion mane guy talking, and then right. we get a close-up of this girl with short blonde hair, and she said something. We go back to lion mane, then we go back to the girl with short blonde hair and i'm like she looks kind of different like what did they and it's not for a while no it's it's, it's like her twin yeah two people on either side of yeah him. yeah yeah it was and i guess that was supposed to be like a funny reveal for me it was just confusing <laughs> you're like i don't get why they look kind of alike um but no they talk about how when you when you work out when you are fit you just you have better sex because you you're working yeah. out and this is all feeding into his original article that he was going to write about the singles club and the He never really tells Jamie Lee Curtis what he's writing about. Cuz it's not mm. like he sits there with her at lunch and is like my articles about how this is no, he's just, they're just talking about fitness and talking about right. working out. And he even and says at that first conversation, I'm brainstorming ideas. Right. You know, this and is, he's clearly yeah. talking to this lion man about mm-hmm. sex. And I, but her reaction is so great because she's just standing like back in the doorway, just smiling, being like, look at these people, not afraid of reporters. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. But she kind of starts to open up mm-hmm. on their drive back. Mm-hmm. But... but she, notices that he is recording their conversation. Oh, and that's a big no-no for you, sphincter muscle. She calls it, it's so dumb. It's just one of those lines that 
I'm not in this movie, but it ripped me completely out of this movie. I'm like, yeah. wait, what did she just... Well, I like that it... he references it later. And it's like, yes, you seriously exactly. called me a sphincter muscle? And she's like, because you are Because you are one. Um, I also like the fact that she kicks him out of the car. Completely kicks him out. Drives mm-hmm. down a little bit, reconsiders. But then and keeps then going. drives away. Yeah, but it's then keeps awesome. going. And he leaves. Yeah, she, she's, when she's mad, she's mad. Mm-hmm. He hitches a ride uh, with pickup truck and some dogs and some people, of course. Um, and because yeah. uh, God forbid, in this movie, we don't clearly get to see how characters get from one location to another. <laughs> right. Most of this movie is just B-roll of cars driving around or airplanes taking off or landing. Well, and we talked about how there's some celebrity drops. There was Carly Simon making a little. Mm-hmm. There was a, the picture oh, of. <laughs> the this is the best one. There's a, the picture that we said of Mick Jagger. There was the allusion to Michael Douglas being a bit of a, a drinker. Mm-hmm. Now Travolta gets back to his hotel, and there's a lot of commotion. There's a yeah. lot of um, just music and noise and party people, and Travolta's like, what's happening here? And this hotel owner is like, oh, they think Boy George is staying here. <laughs> I told them he is not, but they won't leave. And this makes me feel like this was <laughs> happening on set, and they were like, we we can't get rid of these people. We have to build this into the movie now. So they're playing uh, Boy George music. They're dancing to Boy George music, and around the pool they're chanting, Boy George. Yeah, we want George. We want, which is a weird way to ask for Boy George. But then he... <laughs> He, what's so funny about this is he goes upstairs and again makes another phone call to his publisher where they're yelling. They tell each other to eat shit and die. <laughs> so That's many said times. So many times in this movie. But the whole time he's on the phone, we just hear, we want George. We <laughs> faint in the background through the entire phone conversation. And again, it's so random. And again, it requires so many people, like so many extras were like, oh, I get to be, I guess maybe they were the same. Like these are the same extras that were in some of the workout scenes. Well, now you have to be the Boy George fan by the pool, by the hotel. But there are, when I tell you how many people, it's not just like a crew of like 20 people. There's like hundreds of people dancing and wanting. And let me tell you. Boy George never we you never see him you <laughs> no. never even see somebody because the oh, the hotel owner's right he's not staying oh, at that hotel. There's just something about the <laughs> hotel manager going. I don't know they think Boy George is here. I told them he's not, but they won't leave. <laughs> like how is that a line in this movie? Oh my god! Oh god! All right, so he's not getting anywhere with Jamie Lee Curtis. She's really mad. Oh, but yeah. he still wants to write his article. Right. So he's like, you know what? There, um, what's her name? Louise? Lorraine. Lorraine. Okay. Because I expected that he would go immediately Oh, to in the movie, Lorraine. her name is Louise, I think. Louise. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Or Linda, maybe. Linda. Linda, Linda, Linda is her name. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get yeah. it. We'll get it. Yeah, but he's like, you know what? Mary Lou Henner's great, but perhaps her boobs are too big for this article. So I'm going to go to another redhead. Well, and the other redhead she, is kind of the floozy of the gym. She's known as the most used piece of equipment in the gym. Right, she's got yes. a pretty low self-esteem. When we talk to her later, we find out even she'll admit that she's a little mentally unstable. And when he can't get his interview with uh, his, his lover, he decides he's going to go after this girl. Because the, there's definitely something there, right? Oh, she's got... <clears throat> 
She knows it all. She's yeah. going to spill the beans on everyone. All the she things. is willing to say anything and everything, and he knows it. So he. <laughs> so now wait. So now, so they go to. So we we found oh, out that movie. that Mary, Mary Lou Henner is got a boyfriend at the gym. She's one of the right. couples, you know, that you he wanted to kind of study, and her boyfriend happens to be a stripper. So we are at the male strip. I can't can't keep it together. Wait, wait, it's so good. So we are at the male strip club where Mary Lou Henner's boyfriend works. Now, P.S., we find out this, that no one at the strip club knows that Mary Lou Henner is, that they're together. She, Lorraine, is standing for some reason in the strip club. And boy, is he doing quite the dance. You thought the thrusting earlier was a bit. There's a lot. A lot You're, more thrusting. A, he puts his whole crowd. We get to watch an cry. entire strip routine, basically. We do. We do. Yeah. But unfortunately, for some reason, John Travolta can't come in, so he has to stay behind a bar. Oh, what? door with bars? There's a door, and it's got bars on it like he's in jail, and he can kind of see what's going on. Even he's just like, can you see okay? He's like, I mean, it's fine. Um, But she stands. (laughs) She stands. (laughs) She's standing next to him, like just kind of giving him the play play of what's happening at the strip club. (laughs) I can't. This scene where I was like, he looks like a serial killer. She does. She says that there was just enough. They had to bend the rules just to get him that far. Oh my god! <laughs> just the, the decisions made. I just... <laughs> now during the strip tease, we see like when we she said... asks him if he wants a drink, like he's <laughs> outside. But he's I... looking in. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I'm, I I got it. All right. Oh. I'm sweating. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Some of the <laughs> decisions made. Oh, yeah. So we watch this entire strip club routine where he's putting his crotch in ladies' faces and yes. slapping a picking up a lady's skirt. He does. He flat out makes out with and goes under um, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name's dress because sh- nobody in the club knows they're really together. And yeah, we get to see this whole thing play out. And Linda. Um, yeah, Linda. John Travolta kind of kind of hits on Linda, but any she's taking anything she can get, and she's like, "Oh, I think he wants me now." After the strip club routine. We're at the birthday party. Yes. And yeah. I think it's important to say that Linda and Mary Lou Henner are both grown women. They're acting like teenagers. Like when she goes up to her in the strip club and she's like, oh, I think he's making a pass at me. And she's like yeah, yeah. shaking and so excited. So excited about this. And you're right. We go to this birthday party and he's like kind of walking around with Linda. And some guy just down the hall yells, hey, Linda. Come over here and sit on my face. <laughs> what? what? What is happening? It's an interesting. So, yeah, the, everybody at the from the gym basically is at this party because, like you said, they're a community. They stick together. Yeah. And Linda is known for doing everybody at the gym, I guess. Oh, they make it's... some off-putting comments to her, but she's also funny, too. She kind of cares but doesn't care. Like, oh, yeah. And she 
kind of did you see how she would mouth to Travolta how big each of the guy's yep. penises were? Yep, exactly. She's like very small, very small, <laughs> this big. For all of the guys that have, I expected him to be taking her. notes. Yeah, I'm like, I want to know But this. it's just mental notes. <clears throat> and then, again, bizarre shots. We get such a long shot, an overhead shot of somebody putting candles in this cake while characters <laughs> talk. We see every single candle, 20 plus of them put into this cake while characters are just doing voiceover. <laughs> but Mary Lou Henner does get engaged right. at this party. And Linda gets very upset about it. <laughs> we get to witness her mental instability. Yeah. She, they, yeah. So the boyfriend, whatever, he proposes before she can open all the gifts. Linda's upset. Mm-hmm. She snaps at them and is like, didn't you guys think about me? Because of course now her friend's getting married and things are going to be different. Um, yeah. They make up. It's all groovy. And um, Linda is crying to herself while she's making coffee. I do like- in, in this one scene, she screams and yells and laughs and cries. She does everything you She's- can do as an actor in this kitchen within about 30 seconds. We see how unstable she is. Yeah. She talks to Travolta about it. Basically, she tells Travolta how she's going to get all this plastic surgery done and the yep. plastic surgery will help her. And she just wants to be... We use this titular titular line here. She just wants to be perfect. It's taken this long for someone to say perfect. Yeah. Well, we're here. We're here. Oh, God. It's it's so great. Yeah. Travolta's like, I got my story. This is going to be sleazy nonsense. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. It's so great. But guess what? Jamie Lee Curtis comes over to his hotel to really, like, to make up, to say I'm sorry. But really, she's there like, here's my story. If you want to take down my story, and and I went in to be like, I'm already writing two stories. Yeah, I, I don't want to I, write I, about you're your overwhelming me. Yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, no, no, no. I don't need your story. I don't care about that. Also, here's the tape I was yeah. using in the car. Take it, and they like make nice and are flirty again and everything like that. But his uh, photographer, I guess she flew to LA now. <laughs> Well, because now they got to do a shoot for this article on the fitness club. So she flew into LA to to help shoot this. Right. And, um, yeah, she makes some comments about how Jamie Lee's cute, but how she looks very familiar. You look familiar. You look so familiar. And I'm like, was this a Rolling Stone article? (laughs) It seems like an article in a small town newspaper. You look like a slutty Olympian. I'm not sure, but maybe. Um, (laughs) And now we get you a little montage of our photos. You haven't even grown out your hair or yeah. anything since high school. <laughs> no, you look she looks identical. Exactly the same. Can you take those aviators off? Uh, oh my God, you look does. just like that sixteen-year-old student. She does. She does look a lot. Um, <clears throat> she looks now, great. I mean, I know we talked about it, but Jamie Lee Curtis with that short hair and like when she has that headband on yeah. and aviators, yeah, super she looks cute, really fantastic. Yeah, and I movie. have to say, I like that she's like a leading lady and. The 80s with the short hair. She works it because she had short hair and terror train, too. Um, well, the thing I noticed is when everybody's working out, you don't see long hair. You don't need long hair flopping around. Everybody's no, either don't. got short hair or like permed hair that's just not moving. Not moving a whole lot. Yeah. Yes. Just the headbands fit right in it. Now we get, because Frankie's in town, the photographer's in town, we get a little montage of photo shoots. Um, Frankie and Frankie goes right. First place she's going to take pictures is in the guy's locker room. Yep. She also takes pictures of um, 
what's her name and Mary Lou and her fiance, and she's showing off the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, she also takes pictures of uh, what's her name working out with the Linda. Linda working out with the. Leg Lots machine. of Linda like crotch shots. Like yeah. get on that machine where you just like press your legs in and out, and I'll just take a bunch of pictures just of take you. A, right, and you then, don't look uncomfortable at all. It's not <laughs> she be really an looks uncomfortable angle using at all. this machine. She sneaks into Jesse Jamie Lee Curtis's <laughs> class, and Travolta immediately stops her. Like no, yes. I think she gets one or two shots off, and Travolta's like, she is not part of the story. You got yep. enough pictures. Now he's really def- the coming to her defense and. And doesn't want to ruin the relationship that they've established. He's trying to make good w- exactly. with her. Exactly. Yes. Um, and he thinks, you know what? This is the part of the movie. Everything's going well for yeah, all of our characters. All, Everything's right. fine. I don't see what could possibly go wrong. Because well, guess what? He and Jamie Lee Curtis, they're always hanging out, having sex now. And, yeah. you know, like AP calls. But this time it's after they had sex. So he's like, I'm just going to take this phone call. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Why don't you make yourself at home in my hotel room? Um I know you're really good with computers, so see how that works out for you. How great is this? So we get, like you said, they've had their sex. He takes his call. She gets on his computer, and she starts to straight up read the article that he's writing. And I do, I appreciate this because we get to see how, again, there's moments in this movie where I'm like, I think I like this movie. I like the characters. I like how she cares for, because the article now, the way he's written it, is about Linda being a slut and and how. that that's an article that would be in Rolling Stone magazine. And he, Basically, like, here's an article about Linda the Slut. Linda in the Jim California. Slut. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, how she, and this is sort of a reflection of how the, the, the health clubs are singles bars and talks mm-hmm. about how the two of them um, turn their bar stoles into workout, whatever, stationary bikes. And um, all when of she, the stuff in it. First of all, we as the audience have to read this entire. We read article. it right along with her, right off the computer screen. We don't get her reading it to herself in her head or anything, or him. No, she reads it. We read it, and then she looks around and she just starts deleting she it. Starts <laughs> deleting it. Just having a great time deleting the whole article. I do have to say, she sees "gang bang" in quotes in, <laughs> written in his notepad, and then we see that. These quotes are in the article. Yeah. Like, I love that Linda's like, I ride that dude like an exercise bike mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I, it's just one of those things where I'm like, Travolta, you didn't even consider changing her name for this article? No, because they took pictures oh. of her and everything. My God. And yeah. I love it. So he comes out and he's kind of like suspicious because she's on the computer. She's like, I read your freaking article. Yeah. And she stands up for her friend. She says, you're not taking into consideration. You're going to ruin her life. And yeah. you, you it, might it not really, be writing about it me. It really but... is nice. Like, you are going to mm-hmm. ruin Linda's life. I know what that's like. You're a terrible, terrible mm-hmm. person. And you don't think about anyone but yourself. Right. All of this is 100% true. And I really did like that. Like, I thought that was really great that she yeah. would stand up for her friend. Yeah. Uh, and then she runs out without pants on and drives away. <laughs> she runs into the street with a shirt. Yeah, with his <laughs> shirt on. And um, he chases her, but she's too pissed. And uh, now he gets punched randomly by the black dude, by the... Shotzi's <laughs> boyfriend shows up. Yeah. We, I forgot this guy was part of this movie. Yeah. Because we do see um, this article in Rolling Stone... 
um, where he has Shotzi's picture and quotes from her and everything like yeah. that. So he gets yeah. punched <clears throat> out by this dude. Right. And now this is the downward spiral of Adam, of Travolta's character, right? It just goes right. from bad to worse. So, so now... Uh, Jesse really doesn't want to talk to him. He's got a black eye um, mm-hmm. because he got punched in the face. Um, but he, he decides to do the right thing. And so he decides to change his article and write a very nice article about these uh, fitness clubs. Well, he takes that Emerson view uh, like he was right. talking yeah. to her about. Exactly. And he does it almost in her vein. Before he starts writing this mm-hmm. article, though, he talks to his boss again and again, a glimpse into his life. He's having a party, a liquid uh, nitrogen ice cream, liquid nitrogen ice cream party, because there's a crowd of people just stirring. I was like, what are they doing with all of the dry ice? It looks like witches. Yeah. It's just a coven of witches at this guy's house. And yeah, he takes the phone, goes in the other room. We don't follow him. We stay with the ice cream witches, (laughs) and we just hear him talking. And at one point, he just goes, we're making ice cream out of liquid nitrogen. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like you are living your best life. He there, thinks man. he You're is. Getting drunk with freaking who was who was he getting drunk with? Michael yeah, Douglas. Yeah. Oh, Michael yeah. Douglas yeah. making liquid nitrogen ice cream, having a very friends. attractive younger Eat, wife. Eating shrimp cocktails in bed. You're just having a good time. <laughs> but he doesn't have a good time when he gets the said no. article from Travolta. He reads it and he's like, "This is shit. What is this?" And he has Frankie, the photographer, and another. Mm-hmm. Who is that actor that? David Paymer shows up in this movie near, near the end. We we only saw him for this podcast in Howard the Duck. Um, but I was like, who? Where did he? So like, was he established earlier in this? No. 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 He shows up basically at the end of this movie to rewrite the article. Yeah. And the camera follows him around like he's a main character. Yeah. Yeah, well, to write the article. So he he gets Travolta's notes and he, he writes the article right. Travolta would have written. And not only is it published, it's published and it says that Travolta wrote it. And it's Um, published everywhere except for Morocco. Yeah, you can't get it in Morocco. The name of the article... His boss is like, David Paymer, rewrite this thing. Also put Travolta on a plane to Morocco. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they say, they go, he's going to be so pissed. He won't know. He'll be in Morocco. Um, And he is. And the article comes out, and Travolta's kind of excited because, like you said, he's in Morocco, so he doesn't know what they've really printed. Right, yes. Um, we see the press. We see it go into press, and we see that Christy Brinkley does make the... We see the, the, whole, we see the entire production the, of yes. the magazine. Christy Brinkley is on the cover. It's called Looking for Mr. Goodbody, and everyone picks it up. Linda goes to pick it up on, as soon as it hits the mm-hmm. stands, and oh, it's devastating. Not only do they have this terrible view of the health club and Linda's painted as a slut, but there's also just a random picture of Jamie Lee Curtis's character working out and then the little scandal that she had. It's like an insert picture of her in her swim coach. And I don't know if the article's like, yeah, it's so bad here at the health clubs that even these slutty Olympians are teaching classes. I don't know. It's almost like a where are they now? Remember these people that we dragged years back? It is so funny and kind of tragic for to be like Linda's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, here's this article. I wonder if there might be a blurb. And for her to open up and be like, oh, no, the, it's like an eight-page article on and how I'm a slut. The photo is her on the thigh exercise machines. <laughs> yes. Her legs are spread, and she's like, oh. But there's also, since there's also mention of Jesse's, you know, scandal, 
they bring the article to Jesse, who is just working out and dancing in her mirror workout She's practicing room. practicing And own. we have a sad moment where the three ladies are all just sitting and sad and pissed. Again, yeah. it's one of those moments that is kind of sweet, but it lasts longer than it needs to. Right, yes. And I know um, that this movie is not a comedy, but it's, it's a moment in, if there was a movie that was a little comedic, Mary Lou Henner would have just been like, but on the bright side, my boobs look great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. A line that would but be in most other movies. She's got a real sweet, sympathetic look. Again, it's kind yeah. of a sweet moment where these ladies, you can almost feel their emotions of anger and, and sadness and, and right. whatever. It's very sweet, but always, mm-hmm. again, too long. He calls from, this is when we get our Morocco scene. Yep. We, he calls from Morocco and just wants to make sure she's read the article. Oh, which... it is so funny. It's so, because she doesn't know he's in Morocco. No. He, he's, he is credited as writing this, mm-hmm. and he's so proud of himself that he has turned a new leaf, and he's like, did you read that article? <laughs> and she literally just hangs up on it. She calls him a sphincter muscle, I think, one more time. I think so, yeah. yeah. The yeah. third time someone has said that in this yeah. movie. yeah. And then uh, he realizes, you know, he calls, again, we get another random character, his assistant his or somebody. Or That's the receptionist. We did see her before, very briefly, but you're right in that when this lady showed up, I was like, who is this? And who, he's got to call he her. It's another phone call situation. He calls her to say, <laughs> read me the article right? because <laughs> I can't get it here in Morocco. And like you said, you didn't know who this character was for a second. I was like. Is, is this a sister that we have? <laughs> like, who is he calling? When he realizes he doesn't, the interview that he was supposed to have in Morocco, he doesn't even want to meet the guy. He's got to get back and make this right. He's like you said, he says to the guy wearing the, the suit with the whatever, he says, I, I got to go. You tell him I, I've got business to take care of back in the U.S., when he gets back into the U.S., he goes oh, Jamie, to the hold gym. On. Go sorry. Ahead, sorry. You're, you're going by one of the greatest scenes in oh, cinematic history. Really? Uh, because once he leaves, we can't leave Morocco without having an extended shot of this belly dancer belly dance. staring into our souls <laughs> for like five seconds. I expected her to like wink or like pull down her veil and yeah. reveal that she has a mustache. She's and the she's guy like from a spy the, yeah. or something. But she's Mackenzie. <laughs> right. He's everywhere. So weird. Yeah, it's very long. Yeah. Oh. But then we get back to he flies from Morocco, I guess, right to California to try to make things right. He goes to the gym, but is told that everyone's (laughs) at this like nobody's there. No, everyone's Beverly Hills. Yeah, they're at like the Beverly Hills gym for uh, I'm going to say a summit. It's it's some kind of summit, some sort of expo, like you said. They're all wearing numbers, like they're in a race. Mm -hmm. Um. They this they see him and now that the article's out, the, everyone's like, "Oh, that bastard! He wrote mean things about us." Um, they try to keep him away from Jesse, Jamie Lee Curtis, but he goes, he falls down the stairs even on his way to one of her classes. And as soon as she sees him, she locks out. No, I think he walks right up to her in the middle of the class, right? Oh, she slaps him in the middle of putting yeah. on a class. And I don't think she skips a beat. I think I she's still working out no. and just hauls She does. She walks off of the class. They're doing okay. some sort of horse straddle exercise. Do you remember this? Like they're pretending to ride a horse. Yep. She slaps him. And then her lion-headed roommate comes in and takes over the class because she's got to run off. I assume she's they have so... a backup instructor for all the classes. Always. In case there's like a heart attack or something. You can just drag them out of the way and someone else takes over. He is so mad about this, Travolta. Yeah. Now he flies back to New York with a baseball bat to take out just, I guess, the 
like you said, the paintings that were never hung in his boss's office. Yeah. It's an unshaven, drunk Travolta now oh, wanders yeah. into his boss's office with a baseball bat and smashes everything. It's just and angry. Then, yeah. And then goes home, but on his way, suddenly the FBI are like, uh, we have a subpoena for you to appear in court, so uh, this is happening. That too. was one of the phone calls he had taken from his boss at some point that, again, mm. with this side story, it was a bit scandalous that he had these tapes. The FBI was going to come for these tapes. As soon as this article was printed, it was going to open up this Pandora's box of some sort for Travolta. But Travolta didn't care. He's going to keep the tapes. He's going to yeah. keep the integrity. He's not going to sell the tapes to the government or anybody else. But in the meantime... He's so angry about the article about the fitness club that got rewritten on his behalf. <laughs> now, the his boss is like, yeah, and the FBI is after you, dude. So let's forget about the one thing and focus on the other. And like you had said earlier, the next scene is him in his apartment just listening oh. to voice messages from forever. There's different people that want to interview him. The FBI is leaving him a message. His boss is leaving him a message. I think even Frankie leaves him a message. Yes, Frankie leaves him a message apologizing for taking pictures, like taking his girlfriend's picture yeah. and putting it in. But also half of these messages start with the phone ringing and then the other half just start with a beep of the message. So I'm like, are these messages happening in real time just and we see a little counter on the thing and it's like 21 message 25 yeah click 24 click we have to listen to at least eight messages yeah in their entirety well we gotta know what's what he's up against so he's he's One in a bad guy leaves the most awkward message where he's like um i am here to talk to you about the mckenzie tapes <laughs> so give me a call back it's like you don't want to take a take two on that, dude? <laughs> How awkward and strange. Well, he's got a lot, a lot, a lot on his plate now. He's just, right. even when his boss leaves him a message, he's like, listen, we could talk about the fact that you came into my office with a baseball bat and you're very angry a little later. Right now, it let's really focus on the a, fact that you might we'll, go to jail. We'll have to talk about <laughs> yeah. that at some We're going to have to work like... that out, but you also might go to jail for these McKenzie tapes because you have <laughs> to go to trial. Um, also, I think you said you quit but i didn't take that seriously but when you're in court you say you no longer work at rolling stone like, did you really quit because you're still on the payroll did you go to hr like did you take proper steps um it's all over the news now too this mckenzie thing even though we don't understand it it's front page news it's a big deal because jamie it's lee finds out deal. that he's got to go this this is a thing and he has to go to court and so again, he is it court in New York? He flew to New York to smash his boss's office. But now he has to fly flew back to back yeah. to go to court. Yes. And for what appears to be a short afternoon and then is immediately hauled off to jail. <laughs> well, he says in court, because they're gonna hold him contempt of court, and yeah. if he doesn't release the tapes. And I like the the judge says, All right, if I give you twelve hours. <laughs> Will you, will you maybe give us the tape in 12 hours? And he's like, no. No, I this promise. This judge is like the nicest judge. Yeah. He's like, D do you understand he even that says, if you don't give those to me, you're going to go to jail, right? Oh, no, no, I understand. All right, well, like 4 p.m. today? Yeah. No. How about tomorrow afternoon? I mean, are you, do you have something planned for lunch? Should we make it the evening? <laughs> then he's like, I really hate doing this. Like, I don't, you look like such a nice guy, but I'm going to have to hold you in contempt of court and you're going to have to go. To, but he says, 
he's again it's it's he's holding up his integrity he says it and Mackenzie even on trial kind of gives him a wink and a smile because he's like no I told him that I wouldn't give up the tapes and I'm not going to give up the tapes I'm not giving them up I really expected this judge to be like listen I read your article if you give me Linda's number yeah we can, we can make all this disappear. Not a problem. Nobody has to get the tapes. Not a we don't even have to talk about no, tapes no, no, no. anymore. What tapes? What tapes? <laughs> Who said anything about tapes? Um, uh, but so it, since he is held in contempt of court, like you said, he's now hauled off to jail. <laughs> Immediately. Um, and they leave the courthouse and shove him in the back of a car and drive him to, I guess, the nearest jail. The closest jail where he's going to. But she is there. She calls, screams his name. Jesse, Jamie Lee is there. Adam. And um, it just makes him feel good to know that, you know, he saw her in court because she sat down and, yeah. and listened to his testimony. I, I, and then she follows him to, to the jail and looks at him desperately. And then we're back at court. And the verdict is read, and guess what? Mackenzie is not guilty, so I guess now... Not guilty of, again, question mark IDK. offense. We IDK, what? no idea. But now Travolta can be uh, freed, and he can be uh, reunited yeah. with Jesse, who, even though this article has been printed, he she stands by her man. And it, it is, it's like a whirlwind. They, they walk out... He gets in her car. Mm -hmm. He ignores the press because we know the press. They're all terrible anyway. He gets in his car. They kiss. And then we get the greatest closing credits in cinematic history. Those were pretty fun. They were pretty fun. Then we get, we've talked about these closing credits where the the actors are all in the, in a, in a workout class kind of thrusting and doing Mm -hmm. their thing. It's fun. And all surrounded by the same people. Right. Also working out. It's like they just brought them in one at a time and we're like, no, we don't need to change out the extras. They know the moves. They know the steps. We'll just keep them in. Just keep them in. Yeah. Oh, it's so, that, that ending I don't know if it made it all worthwhile. If it didn't, it almost made it, it all helped, worthwhile. It helped to wrap it up and wrap it up with a smile. Because yeah. there were points that we talked about. This, well, Okay, so tell I me, feel, what did you think yeah, of the movie overall? I feel like I have very complicated feelings about this movie <laughs> because I, I did not enjoy it. Like, I can't really recommend that everybody run out and see it. No. But it was one of those things where I was like, every time I was bored... I was about to say or confused. I think I was confused through the whole movie. I never knew it was happening. There was either something said that was really funny or something happening that was really crazy and shouldn't be in this movie. It's not a comedy, but I laughed way more times than I should have during this movie. If it was if it was not two hours, if it was the same movie, but was an hour and a half, I think I would tell everybody they need to watch. it. I agree. I agree. If it was if. If it was short and a little bit edited better, yeah. perhaps, I would say I would recommend it more. Just there's a lot of nostalgia in there with the 80s. Travolta and Jamie Lee are very, are enjoyable to watch. I mm-hmm. think that's what else helps this movie get through the two hours. Even though the plot and some of the, the, some of the scenes are a little bit confusing, like you said, some of them are interesting or funny enough to just keep you going. And they're just happen so randomly that you're like, all right, what are we going to do next here? And yes. the, the health club people are are fun enough you know what i mean and so mm-hmm. but i feel like you like i and it did help mm-hmm. the ending did help kind of leave my feelings on a better note um when it ended but uh but yeah i wouldn't say i, I really like this movie i no, sort of I, enjoyed parts of it um it's just it's a weird it's just like one of those things where i think people should see it just to see like this thing was made yeah. like somebody thought this was a good idea. Actors signed on to it. 
it's a mess. It is just, it's a huge mess of a movie that makes little to no sense and doesn't really care about its plot line that people that might have more substance to it and they mm. keep referencing, but th- it's never fully explained what's mm. happening with this. And you have two hours to do that. <laughs> <laughs> two hours and you can't. There's nothing to hold on to yeah, in this movie yeah. other than the workout scenes. Yeah. This movie really, like, any time it teased out a movie that might have a plot, it immediately cuts to just workouts. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So it's it's a maybe. It's a maybe. It, it really I like is it. a maybe. Lukewarm. It's yeah. a lukewarm recommendation yeah. if that, yeah. Oh. And what a way, again, like, we're two Jamie Lee movies into December, and I kind of am sort of excited about both of them and excited to see to talk about the third one, which we'll get into in a minute. So. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations? I do. So you don't, you, oh, you, do? you don't have right. that Apple TV, do you? I do not. Oh, well. Well, for anyone that does, or you could watch the mm-hmm. preview and probably get the gist. There's a show that came out on Apple TV, um, and I was so excited about it, but I ended up feeling about the show the same as I did about this movie, where mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, if they change some of the things, I'd like it more. I like the premise, but... Uh. So the show's called Physical. It's with Rose Byrne, that, that actress. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun. She plays a... a a fitness instructor in the eighties and she's, uh, who kind of rises to fame. I only watched maybe two to three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. she looks great in it. Uh, it's set in the eighties in California fitness instructor. You see how it can relate. Um, right. she's clearly has an eating disorder and some, um, imbalances there, but from the episodes I watched, her husband is also trying to get into politics and the government, and they take his story, just like in this movie, how they take the side story, and you're kind of like, what are we doing here? They take <laughs> his side story of wanting to be in the in the politics too far. Uh, I Again, I only gave it three episodes in. Some people right. did enjoy it, but it is about um, a fitness instructor <sighs> in the 80s, and I mm-hmm. do love Rose Byrne. She looks adorable in, this, in, the, in the show. Um, but so I guess I'm recommending a show that I don't necessarily <laughs> like. It's You're called like, maybe, Physical. I don't know if maybe I said watch that. more episodes than I did. Yeah, maybe if it's again, any good. and it's but it I feel felt the way about this show that right. I felt the way about this movie. So um, oh I, okay, yeah. I like that. And boy, I don't know if I feel the same about my recommendation. Oh. Um, my recommendation, Jamie. I don't watch anything on Disney Plus. Like oh. we have it so that my kids can watch stuff. But like the moment my kids are old enough to not be into Disney stuff, I will cancel the subscription. It's such a waste of money and time. But have you watched any of that Beatles documentary? No. Is it good? Oh my God. It's so good. Excellent. (laughs) All right. Uh, It's called Get Back. um, And it's only about uh, the few weeks that the Beatles basically have um, to record an album, Mm -hmm. to write songs for their, what would be their last album and to record a show. But it's all like they got 60 plus hours of them just hanging out in a studio. Oh. Just coming up with songs that would become super famous. Wow, and it's the video footage of it? That is yes. awesome. Yeah, I it's, gotta check it it's out. It's really great because it really is just the four of them hanging out with their guitars and Ringo sitting on drums, not saying a goddamn <laughs> word to anybody. <laughs> and it really is them just like, they'll play a little bit of music and then just start dicking around with words and then it becomes a song like and they're doing this Ah, over the the course of like two weeks it's really cool cool um and uh i forget what else i was gonna say but it's 
it's like four parts that are each two hours long. Oh. And I do like just put it on and like fall asleep and huh? to it okay. and everything, okay. which it might not be the most like, you know, great recommendation, but it's really, really great. And people should definitely check that cool. out. Yeah. Thanks. Right. I can see that you have the, the peace ways going. Uh, so if, I'm sorry. I mean, I it's could these just, afternoon could... recordings. I've had coffee. I've had water. All right. Well, then I will simply say very quickly, <laughs> um, our last, our final Jamie Lee Sember movie is going to be A Fish Called Wanda. I'm Wait, excited is it about it. Yeah. Wanda? Yeah, it fish is. Fish Named Wanda. Fish, fish Called, called Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. Yes. And uh, that'll put us to the end of Jamie Lee Sember. It's been a blast. Yeah. And okay. uh, I can't wait to actually watch a legitimate comedy. Uh, <laughs> I hope I laugh at it more than I did. Boy, if I don't laugh at that more than these uh, first two, that might be a travesty. Yeah. But anyway, anyway everybody, Jamie's really <laughs> got to run. Uh, so we will talk to you again in two weeks. Until that time, everybody, have a great two weeks. Let's get physical. I don't know. That's not. <laughs> that's the way the podcast ends. Okay. Don't piss your okay. pants. All right. <laughs> Stop. One of the dumbest cliches is when people are like, oh, boy, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles now. Boy, that movie's just racist and offensive. <laughs> okay, fine. You couldn't make this now because it's so stupid and boring. <laughs>